0: That's the only spike you'll see on my recording.
1: Well, that was true for everyone else. What? No, my audio sucks. (laughs) Okay. Yes. I don't know. We're here. We have the list. It's been up.
2: Oh, the list. That's what. Welcome back to Plants Are Optional. (laughs)
1: Ooh, okay. We uh, we made a list of music and it's going to be there for everyone to listen to. As of I don't know if it goes out now or later. I guess it doesn't really matter. I'll probably forget to even put it out. But that's what we're talking about today. We got Hannah, Neil, Marty, Tom, myself, full crew. What's up?
3: I'm excited. We for don't this. know
1: how to talk about this. What? Yeah, I'm excited too. But what are we talking about? The list. The, the list. Oh, the song list? Yeah.
3: yeah. Neil oh, and I, I put our songs we... in there so long ago uh, we forgot. That's...
4: No, honestly, <laughs> that's it's been a about remote. three weeks in the making. I thought we had one more week. I've listened to all of them except for Tom's. Oh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, they Thank just happened to for... be the last one on the. <laughs> well, you We did it it? late. No, I didn't shuffle it because I oh. wanted to get the full experience no, you of want every- Shuffle? Yeah, I didn't oh, want to no? shuffle it. I wanted the full experience no. of everybody's. I can I songs.
0: can't listen to it unless I'm sitting at a computer, though, and I don't think I sit in my computer that often. Right? Like lately, I haven't been. You don't have so Spotify I've on been, your phone? I do, but it's only shuffle.
4: Oh, because like, you're not paying for. I don't the, pay for it. You don't yeah. pay for Spotify. You should. I didn't. Dude, no, I that told was you, a I side effect. Give- I can give you a free Spotify membership.
0: Allie has it, and I just got to sign up with her account. I just just haven't done it. Okay,
1: Okay. so Tom hasn't signed up for Spotify, and Neil hasn't listened to Tom's songs. But
0: Spotify's free, so you can... I I mean, I've listened to the, the playlist over the past three weeks, like pretty much the only thing I've been listening to when I listen to Spotify, outside of a couple podcasts here and there. So I'm pretty sure I've listened to every song by now. Uh, unless, it's but you have no bad, idea how they're random.
2: tied together.
4: Yeah, you don't know who did which one unless are you, you're not checking every time you hear one, right? Uh, every once in a while, I have been. Yeah, you uh,
2: might be able to guess. Yeah, on some you, of them. You
4: honestly, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I was playlist, trying to you do. Be able
3: to guess.
0: I was trying to listen to it. I, I think I got Hannah's down pretty well. Yeah, and, Hannah's uh, is pretty easy. Yeah, <laughs> her, hers and mine are like somewhat similar in a way. Yeah,
3: very much.
2: Yeah,
1: and some of Marty's is. That's
2: I think we funny start. Cause... With marty's because his was first well yeah,
1: yeah we can do though but i was gonna say um i played that game with my girlfriend i threw the list on on random and the first three songs to come up were neil's and she got them and then the fourth one came up which was also neil's but she's like you put this on random right i'm like yeah i did She's like uh so God trust she, she the made, random yeah she she made a wild guess and she was wrong, but she was able to guess everyone's pretty well except for Hannah and Tom. She flip flopped on you guys.
2: Mm. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> They're
1: fairly similar. Which I sense. mean just in like the, the genre and,
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Looking at
3: the list, like there there's pretty distinct ones. I'm I'm probably the outlier of the group that's the weird one more all over the place. I
2: feel like you have more genres than yours.
3: I would agree with that.
4: Yeah, I was gonna I think when I said to Hannah you definitely have a genre. (laughs) It was like, yep, this is...
2: Yeah, and Marty sent me a text that was like, this is your actual playlist, like your day-to-day playlist, isn't it? And I was like, well, yeah, that too, but... (laughs) (laughs) I have a playlist called Adult Emo for, like, emo songs I learned after college. Oh,
4: God. (laughs) Adult Emo.
2: It's great, guys. I don't know if don't anyone see.
0: noticed, but I did change out one of the songs after I what? put them all up there. It, it, this was like the day after I went through it. And I was mm. like, oh, I'm gonna, same band, same album.
1: I just changed it. Was it the Sum 41 one? No, it wasn't.
5: Probably the uh, I think that
0: I think I think I did put a Sum 41. Like, cause it, so when we were talking about it the one night, I think this was last week's recording, Andy and I stayed on for a bit. And we were probably here for what another 45 minutes or so. And I was adding songs onto there. And I did put a 40, wow. uh, some 41 song on there, but I changed the song uh while we were on it. Now, this is this is after oh, the fact. Okay, it, okay. This is like the next okay. day I went back and I was like, you know what, I actually have a better, stronger memory to this particular song. And I and I put it up. So it wasn't the some song. I mean, I'll say it right now. I didn't know if you guys care. I didn't look to. at the
2: list till um saturday when i texted you guys oh hang Uh on
3: i'm looking at the list right now and i don't see any of tom's on here i see andrew's
1: songs on here twice that's that's not right no Mm -hmm. no i I see
4: tom's songs. yeah all
1: right i'm gonna on my my own spotify and on my own
4: no outlet how do we talk about music on the podcast it's quite difficult to well we're here to be unconventional neil okay then let's be unconventional i I don't mean we shouldn't i mean like What's a good format? Should, uh, well, I think I
2: we can. Like, I think we should just make this public list. If anyone actually cares, they could go listen to the songs. But Oh, we
1: could do that. Yeah. Okay. I'll try to do that right now. Okay. That will take the entire episode for me. So. <laughs> uh... All right.
2: We've heard from Andy for the night. So Can't we just
1: <laughs> copy like the link and put it... Yeah, we could just share it.
0: Yeah. Copy link to playlist, and then we'll just throw it on the Discord. Oh, yeah. That would work. And we could even set a reminder for ourselves to... Oh, I'll wait, it's already like public. Two weeks. There you
2: yeah. Oh, we could do that.
1: <laughs> it, it's already public. Never mind. It's called Plans Are Optional List. You can find it.
4: It exists. All right.
3: I do see Tom's. So, Tom's
4: now. so I will say that um, from my experience of listening to everything, which would have included Tom's because I've seen the list, I had not heard of the, about 80 90% of those groups. Um, so it was cool to um, hear entirely new bands mm-hmm. i enjoyed that that's very cool i feel but
0: like then, in, in addition to that i feel like there's a lot of bands that i did hear about or i right. noticed the name of it but i mm-hmm. never I, I i don't even think i listened to their song before and i didn't recognize them at all but after listening to it it's just like man i want to go back through and like listen to more of their discography and see what that's, else i would enjoy it
4: that's those. definitely my feeling there were a yeah. couple in there that people like marty put block party in there and I completely forgot about that, like them. Like I used to listen to them, and sometimes you just forget about a band, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, "Oh my god!" So now weird. I'm gonna, now I can re rediscover that one. But yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Like, um, there's some good ones. There were some good songs in there, obviously that fits everyone's taste. That now I'm gonna go and listen to a couple of albums and, and check them out.
2: I, um, this has happened to me with Andy's list is that you picked a lot of songs from albums i know but not the song i would pick which is why i kept being like what is this playlist why did i put this on the list i'm like oh it's not my playlist but like i, it's did, like I this, did that with quite same guys, yeah but like i was like oh this song okay cool.
1: like you had a song from silverstein but they're before college for me but i when it first came on i was like nope i would have gone with this one from that album you know and it's just a few of those instances
4: happened for me mm-hmm did, did you guys find that my selection was, um, did you recognize, obviously, Pink Floyd, but was it old? Obviously, older. Like, it must have been a gener-
1: Some of it, but not all of it. No. No. I, I recognize probably most of, you know, hearing it, if I had seen the name of the song and the band, I probably went be Able to come up with a tune, but after hearing it, I'm like, Oh, I know that song. You were I've familiar heard that song with, before. with the
4: songs, I and yeah. yeah,
3: and on our Hannah League playlist that we made, um, there was like five or six songs yeah. that were on there, yeah. I mean, I just,
4: yeah, of course, because that had 24 30 hours of continuous music on it. <laughs> I only know so many songs,
2: <laughs> uh, I also for me, Neil, almost all of it was new,
4: right? But
2: it had a very coherent like theme to it, I felt like.
4: It was just that time, right? Like, just like everyone's everyone's, I felt good because those were the songs that were, at least for me, were uh, in that time frame. That was when it happened, but they were all new at that time.
0: The one that I had a question for you was the medley song that you put on here. Was that is that the like the the only song of it, or is it like a true
4: medley? Uh, oh, the DJ like, Shadow.
0: Yeah, what's what's the history behind there's that
4: somehow? a That album's a very interesting album. You should check it out. Um, it, it, it's there are a couple of different um, variants, and yeah, throughout the album, I think there's there's either two or three in the stem section. Those artists like DJ Shadow, and I, I think I put Scruff on there as well. They're the type yeah, you yeah. know they they always do like a B side not not a B side but an alternative mix of the entire album so they would have the first version and the second version that got released together Is um, that
0: their own music though
4: Oh yeah completely yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. No, no no they they're, they're, they come yeah, out yeah. with
0: this uh this main song they have their their regular playlist of it and then they have, like a uh, an alternative you saying
4: Yeah they'll make a a second version of it like off like it, I guess it was maybe a thing back then I mean I didn't put a faithless song on cuz faithless did that too and um it was it was like a lot. Usually, they'll try and put forth the one that they think is the best, right, or going to be the most popular. But oftentimes, people really enjoy the second co- um, production above the first production. Just personal preference. Um, but yeah, I think that DJ Shadow album had two two productions off the same, you know, co- coherent series of you know one side and then another. Um, but yeah, that's a medley. So yeah, there's a there's a couple of different. Okay. i mean i think what andrew said is interesting because i always found that when you listen to albums of bands um obviously they always have their hits right two or three big hit ones that they maybe that's their single or whatever um but yeah often like how hannah was like oh i would have picked a different song on the album mm-hmm. um i think if you really like at least in my experience when you really like a band the song you like the most often tends to be one that no one else necess- is definitely not one of the hits, right? It's one of the yeah. side songs, if you like.
2: The hits, like, get you into it, so you yeah. get the album. And mm-hmm. back in our day, we didn't have access to so much music, so if I bought an album, I'm going to listen to the whole thing.
4: It's the same here. I mean, mm-hmm. when I listened to these, the internet was... Uh, this was, like, 90, 98, 99. I didn- didn't even have broadband internet, so there was no napster didn't even exist oh god yeah so there was no music sharing um that came kind of during that phase for me napster came out during my college years and very quickly also disappeared but that- i feel like
2: napster did not change my listening habits that much spotify now
4: Sure. It's
2: changed a lot more, but I think it's because Spotify just groups like music together into like playlists, and I don't have to think about yeah. it. I could just, I want to listen to something like this, and it's it'll play it for me. It's
0: so much more accessible to the music, too. Right? Oh, so you have nice. it on your phone on the go. You don't need to sit and download music. Nowadays, you,
4: know? you do, but Napster, like if you were to tell someone about Napster today, mm-hmm. you'd be like, what's Napster? Napster was a place where people would upload music, and you could manually go ahead and download it on a slow-ass, shitty slow internet connection.
0: slow well, that, That's the I, thing, yeah. And that so was you'd have to rambling. go through all that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, it was at the time,
3: sure.
2: I listened to this uh, Reggie and the Full Effect album that I downloaded through Napster. Well, it might have been LimeWire at my point, but like, I listened to that a lot. I liked it. And then, I don't know, five years later, I got Spotify, and I listened to it again. I'm like, oh, all the song titles were wrong. And, like, I <laughs> I was thinking about this, and it was out of order. It was so it was like, just all different. But that's the, cha- that's the price you pay.
3: Yeah, free.
2: Piracy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I still have I was a ton so of songs on my computer that I need to, like, reorganize and, like, put in their a- appropriate album folders and, you know, make sure everything's the right format and everything to use. And I'll probably never get to it, but.
2: That sounds it's like what a, that sounds like something I would love to do. <laughs> I'll give you I that task if you want.
3: Anything to I prevent to her organize. from writing the dissertation.
2: True. <laughs> <laughs> I did throw out my like big uh binders of like burn CDs that I had in my car this year. I threw those both out. It hurt a little bit, but I think I'll be okay.
0: There's still ways to get that music.
2: Oh yeah. I was like I haven't missed it. Yeah. I'm listening to it on Spotify. Yeah,
0: exactly.
2: <laughs> I don't have the exact mix, but I don't need the mix that asshole made me. Like, I don't need some of this stuff.
0: <laughs> but if you ever need to, you can always add it and make your own list of it on Spotify and use that.
2: Yeah, and I have a couple of actual CDs that I kept just in case we you... go into an apocalypse and so we can only listen to CDs and Spotify doesn't work anymore. But you, lose... I have a whole
3: you lose the the like emotion or what you were feeling when you were like on this this is the best mix ever, ever uh, there's ever. a lot of those in there
2: uh yeah i mean i just have been carrying them around my car i feel like i haven't used them for 10 years so i i, I dropped them when i got the new car it's like no you're not coming with me again I have to let things go. You
4: let it go. go. <laughs> you let it go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was going to say I have a bunch of vinyls in uh, our garage because my wife works at Warner Brother Records. So every single time a band released, um, she, you know, this was post CD era, um, she would get all the limited edition vinyls, and they have this huge back catalogue of all the all the artists that they've had on, you know, in their catalogue for the last fifty years. And then they obviously do lots of re-releases and limited editions and best of collections and things. Um, so we we have tons of vinyls in our garage and no vinyl player. <laughs> so <laughs> well, those are collectors' <laughs> items now. So uh, they're medium, mildly, but not really in any great sense. But yeah,
2: my dad got rid of most of his vinyls when they made the move to Minnesota because they were really trying to pare down, but could see it was hard
4: yeah does he regret it now because vinyls i still think that vinyls no, he, are just so much he kept, like, fun the... to have as a, oh, he as kept, a physical like, item
2: let's say he had like six bins and he got it down to one bin
4: okay so he so he
2: didn't get system. rid of it all he's got rid of a lot of it and it was the same thing like me and my cds i've never seen him listen to any of those and we have a record player so right.
0: i feel like they don't take up that much space though I and mean, you, no.
2: you
0: could probably find a place to store them all. But uh, we did that. Uh, One of my friend's grandparents passed away. And we went through and threw out how to be several hundred vinyls. And uh, I don't know. I feel like looking back on it, you know, vinyls have made such a resurgence. It's like, it would have we been kind of nice to
2: keep it all. We did a little check on some of them. We like, is this worth money? Yeah. And my brother ended up taking like all the leftovers to like a used vinyl comic book store or whatever and got like 200 bucks for it but Mm.
4: there was a big big controversy um, did we talk about that on this podcast or not but or did I read an article there was a big controversy about uh, a month or two ago about one of the biggest vinyl companies or um, shops that were basically producing vinyl saying you know better quality like that whole like you know first play second play perfect you know, awesome recording but it was a complete fraud and they've been scamming everyone for like 20 years <laughs> all these audio files that are like oh yeah it's so much better and then it's well, like it really comes like, no, out <laughs> yeah and
5: all
2: this
4: stuff i've heard yeah. that before they, they that really goes off, to show
2: like, how up their ass an audio file can be exactly yeah
4: it's like <laughs> stick it to all these pretentious twats <laughs>
2: <laughs> i kind of love it
0: so do we want to go through this list one yeah. by one and well, let's just go by person by person person just by person it. or do we want to go and change it up and do it randomized maybe but go oh. in but go in order of maybe i kind of like cause,
2: that actually because then you we, get whatever memory it is and then we it switches between us you don't have to listen to us talk all the time
0: we could go like song title and maybe that'll randomize it enough um, yeah, It, That's it skips around, but Andy's first. got like three in a row, two times it looks like. But just throw that,
2: yours on shuffle. We can follow it. <laughs> How do you sort it on
0: title? Yeah. Well, yeah, you can do title. You can do I'm, album.
3: I'm sorted by added by. so If you do added
0: by, they're all right. individual though. It's like oh. ten in a row for each of them. Or you could do by length. Maybe. I don't know. How or, nice. However we want to do it. Who's making the call on that?
4: Andrew, make the decision.
2: I don't think I can do any, it on my app right now. But. I don't mind
4: um, what we choose. I just need to know how to uh, do what we decide. I th-
0: I think we're gonna. Well, yeah, okay. Because <laughs> I don't know how
4: to sort it. <laughs> I think we're just gonna go off of one person's
3: list.
2: Yeah, somebody. I could pull,
0: I could pull it up here and show it. Just
1: yeah. Who, well, who the wants... problem is we can't randomize until Neil's listened to Tom's songs either.
2: Well, we're gonna have to. I mean,
0: this this whole episode was to talk about the songs, but really, it's like it it's more like Neil can go back and listen to them later.
5: Uh, yeah, really, I'm we sorry. were gonna talk I,
0: about. I was I, thinking we were just gonna talk about our association with that song and well, why we chose it. That's gonna be it. real
1: short. I mean, well, it could be, I could but...
2: fill up some time. <laughs> well,
1: our association is all just within that time period that was so well defined, right? I, so I got
3: stories to like pretty much each of my songs.
1: Well, Marty could start it off because I sure We're I sorted it by title, and the first one is
0: hours. Amsterdam. <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> and maybe this is maybe this is a two-part episode. We'll see. Oh, it's gonna be a few.
2: Okay, there's ten songs. That means there's ten Marty stories.
4: <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, not all of them are long, but um, they're, oh, Marty, you're they're up. They're... All right. Am all I, right, I just going got, off my? So we ten? got it.
1: You yeah, pick so, whatever you want, Mom
3: buddy. Tom
2: is telling you this? what to do. How about so this? we got
0: Amsterdam by Gooster? Oh. Guster? How do you say it?
3: Guster. So
0: Guster. On the album Keep It Together.
3: Yeah, so and, uh, this one was like, we're talking about the Napster LimeWire like uh, thing, and when you got into the college dorm and you had the network with everybody there and everybody had LimeWire, you could pilfer like, everybody in the whole residence hall, their whole music list, right. At that point before they really cracked down on it. Uh, but with that, um, there was somebody that was living in the next uh, residence hall over and actually ended up becoming one of my better friends throughout college. And through her, we did some album swaps and she introduced me to Guster and This was the song that she gave to me and it was like instantly a hit favorite. So I'd listen to it all the time and eventually went and saw them in concert, went and um, bought a whole bunch of their albums. Then later on in life, I found out a different buddy also was into Guster and had some different experience. So like Guster to me has some very like, and it's kind of that symbolism of getting into out of that emo pop punk phase of my life into like more, I would say adult music. So that would be Guster for me.
2: Rude.
1: Hannah <laughs> feels attacked.
2: <laughs> I would say maturing right.
1: out of it, but that would be I've made that
2: myself one. back in my chair, guys. I'm here.
1: Um so because the only reason I know of Guster is because of Marty. Um I don't listen to them nearly as much as he does, but I once I saw that on the list, I was like, that makes sense. I remember him listening to them quite a bit.
3: Um, I, and I would say, like that one's the first one that really stuck with me. If I was to pick, and like that one has a special like moment memory for me in college. If I was to pick their best song or song that resonates with me, it would be a uh, One Man Wrecking Machine, which was on the movie uh, Disturbia with Shia LaBeouf.
2: LaBeouf. So,
3: but am I going to just Questions, the next comments?
1: Next? No, no, no Tom
2: Is directing
1: no, that's, us. That's yes. Yeah, so oh, sorry,
0: Tom. So we're done with that. We'll move on to the next one. Uh, which is Hannah's and I told them I invented Time's New Roman by Dance Gavin Dance on the album Downtown (laughs) Battle Machine or sorry, Downtown Downtown Battle Battle Mountain Mountain.
2: okay I I told you guys last week that there's a song on here that I associate with being in a very specific kitchen it's this song
1: found it okay
2: Um, and this is specific kitchen was the house I was living in, um, when I was in the midst of getting a divorce and like the papers had been signed. It was this weird kitchen where like the, the refrigerator was in a different room and like the papers had been signed. I was just standing in the kitchen. No, I had like, I I had like a kitchen and a room that had a refrigerator in it.
0: Was it a dining room (laughs) or something completely (laughs) different? No, just to... a <laughs> Because the other
2: thing in that room was the back door. <laughs> so it was just oh, the refrigerator okay. and the exit out the back. <laughs> um, so it's a very specific kitchen in my mind. It's very white. There's no color. And I just remember that song came on super randomly. I just, like, stood in the kitchen, kind of in the doorway by the refrigerator and the actual kitchen and just, like, felt so good. Like, so, like, fucking powerful. Like, I just, like, it was... It was, it was really good. So, it's uh, definitely emo as fuck. But like, it's just a song that I remember every time I listen to that. I remember standing in that kitchen, listening to that song. You know, being free again, and just like how good I felt at that time. So it's more than just me standing in the kitchen with so there more memories. But
4: <laughs> so feel real feel good tune for you.
2: It's not a feel good tune for anyone else in the world. You, I don't think. But for, you, but for me, like. Oh, yeah.
4: But the shackles because,
1: are off, what Was like, the song. was the song g- talk about? I, I I mean, try it's mostly, I, I'm trying to remember. I'm, I'm it's
2: wondering most, if
0: we. Oh, sorry.
1: You go.
2: I mean, I wouldn't look too closely at the lyrics of Dance Gavin Dance. It's a half Scream, Scream and then half Johnny Craig. So, But the lyrics themselves are not what it is. It's more like the intensity of the song. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt really badass. I felt like there was something driving me. Um, got me like psyched to like be myself again so yeah don't worry about the lyrics on this one you will have to worry about the lyrics on some of the other ones <laughs> right. okay
1: fair enough all right
0: moving on <laughs> the uh the next one is mine i have a uh, back against the wall by cage the elephant under their self-titled album cage the elephant and uh Mine's, my my story is not going to be nearly as long as anyone else's. <laughs> I just remember this song playing on the radio at the time, and me being really into it, and driving down to the shore with uh, my friend Brian, and uh, just it was like a feel good, like chill song that it just I don't know just kind of stuck to me a little bit, and I really enjoyed that whole album. It kind of got me. That song really got me into Cage *The Elephant* at that time and uh, got into that album and I think their next one which is like thank you happy birthday something like that so yeah Love
4: but I that, that song long.
0: yeah but that song itself I mean that it doesn't have much other than just remembering listening to it on the radio for the first time driving to the shore
2: that's a legitimate memory I also really I feel like you're really like getting into this position of being a, like a DJ <laughs> a radio Me? DJ yes announcing <laughs> the songs <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean I don't talk much, just in general, I feel like. So I might as well take this one over and say, Hey, you know that one episode that I
3: uh you are I hosted a little bit a, more. You than are our was... music guy. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. That's
0: why I <laughs> even thought though of I this
2: question to ask yeah. you. Yeah. Even though I don't have started. a huge
0: yeah, I don't have a huge variety of music that I listen to, but I I do enjoy the music that I listen to and I like playing it too. So the uh the next one, I'm not even gonna be able to pronounce the album, even though I have a song later that is on the same album, but it's uh, The Boy Who Blocked His Own Shot by Brand New, de- God, I was hoping de- you
2: could pronounce it. <laughs> de- Hold
1: on, uh, we got to look, we gotta look de- at this. Uh,
0: and tendu? <laughs> Deja Entendu? De- Deja Entendu? Deja Entendu? And <laughs> and,
2: and I've never like said it out loud. I'm just like, that one.
0: But may, may I say that I always thought the album cover on this looked awesome with the astronaut.
2: Oh, the album cover is is perfect this album is perfect like literally i would say any song like it was hard for me to narrow it down this i was narrowing it down specifically to like this particular song this is one where you would listen to the lyrics and it's uh it's kind of about like it's how i felt like i just felt like i was a big piece of shit when um uh, a relationship ended, and I was like, Oh, it's because I'm not a good person. <laughs> um, And to be honest, I might not have been a good person. I was like a freshman in college. Who's I mean, I don't need to be a good person yet. I don't need to be like a good person for someone else at that point. So, whatever. No one's a good
1: person at that point. What? No one's a good person at that no. point. No.
2: So it's like, whatever. And I just got, you know, out of high school. I'm like, freedom, whatever, figuring some shit out. But I'm like, Oh, I also might be kind of selfish, but there. Also, I've been thinking about this at this moment for like twenty years now, and I do want to get some tattoos when I get some money. And I've always wanted to get lyrics from this song tattooed on my body, or from "Play Crack the Sky," same album.
0: Do you have a specific lyric that's calling you, or place?
2: Uh, you are the smell before rain. You are the blood in my veins. From this song. Um, and I've been thinking... I might as well fucking do it. Oh I've been thinking about it forever. And I still was like, I would do that.
0: I mean, if, if it's that... I feel like tattoos are one of those things. That if it just keeps calling you. And you yeah. are somebody to get a tattoo on your body. then I am. If it's not just like an impulse decision. I mean, yeah. you can't go wrong with it at that point.
2: So I, I probably will at some point. Um... Most of the tattoo ideas I've had have been more like figures. I haven't thought that much about script as much, so that's the typography of the tattoo would be really important for me at this point, but so this is like a breakup. This is like a very emo breakup song, guys. I I, I yeah, I get that.
0: Can you tell us about uh Breathing by Fru?
3: Oh man. Uh, On the
0: album details, Marty?
3: I can absolutely tell you about Fru. Um so Fru, Fru was uh oh it, I forgot where I discovered this album, <laughs> but this whole album, for some reason during my college years, would be the album that I could fall asleep to. The whole thing, like that would okay. like if you looked at your like iTunes like play count because i put it on to go to sleep. Like uh, this was my most listened to album, and most people know Fru, Fru from being on the OC soundtrack, uh, Imogen Heap. As uh, the lead singer of Fru-Fru. And from there, um, Breathe In is just my favorite song on, on it. And it's just uh, kind of a more relaxing, just take a. The song is really just about taking a moment and like breathe in. So um, at least that's what I get out of it. So just I, a I, very I really calming, calming song. <laughs> the whole album is just, it's just very, um, not EDM, but just that electronic, but calming in a calming yeah. sense. So I,
0: I really dug this song listening through it. This is one of the first ones that I listened to, I think, when I put this, this song on uh, uh this playlist on and it I, I really dug the uh the looping kind of whatever background thing is going on, the, the background track going and just mm-hmm. the, the chill nature of the song. I really liked it.
3: Just details. Again, solid album. When mm-hmm. almost all these albums on here I could listen all the way through. So
0: Yeah. That I mean so Neil was talking about it earlier, like certain bands that to go back and listen to, to hold discographies or albums. And um, this is one of those artists and also one of the artists that I've heard of before, but I couldn't ever pick out another Fru-Fru song. Or who, yeah, one.
2: this is a new one for me too.
0: I don't, I don't even know if it's a single artist. Like is she the only one? Is she Fru-Fru? Or so is it's, it a, a, band it's that... a DJ
3: <laughs> and then Imogen Heap. And then she went and did her own solo stuff. So this is the only album okay. they ever did. And then, um, the song that everybody knows is, um, uh, from the OC, um.
2: Which, shout out to the OC, solid.
3: Which, I can tell you exactly the scene in which the, the, the song comes on. It's, uh, Caleb's funeral procession as they're driving the hearse down the, down the coast. Um, after he, um. The grandfather dies of a heart attack. Heart attack. But in that version, they slow it down and they do like almost an acoustic version. The real version is on this album, and so the one that's in the OC is just her vocals.
1: I have never seen the OC, and then I haven't either. That same song, (laughs) that same song, got remixed. I barely um, heard of it. With
3: uh, it was another pop song, I believe, by Bob, you know, the Airplanes guy. Like Mm -hmm. he he did a remix of 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 the song so like you've heard you've heard some of her stuff or their stuff but like again this album so there you go all
0: right next one up is uh clint eastwood by the gorillas on their self-titled album gorillas. yep so this song it's, was it's actually not the gorillas it's gorillas
4: <clears throat> gorillas Sorry. um by neil yeah i like this so this song was when um my second year of college, we just moved. I was in a relationship with somebody. we split up, and everyone that was in the dorms had moved out. So you had your college boys. I just moved into a house with in second year with five of the were five of my friends. And this song, I think it was the first gorilla song. I'm not sure, maybe it was certainly the first sort of popular gorilla song. And I just loved it because it came out in the summer in the UK and English summer in college is like we like if the sun shines for two or three times in a week, it's such a good vibe because we don't get great weather. And I remember this song coming out and it was like, I think we had two or three quality weeks of summer when we were basically done with college. So it was all just sort of like um, pub garden. Um, hanging out in the daytime um, just just a super um, like emotionally for me the song um, is all about like new 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 um, new beginnings new potential right I was out of a relationship in college new place living and the song itself um, though not necessarily the greatest or most complicated rhythm the song it was a very um, it really captured that summer vibe that kind of like lo-fi um, almost like accessible um, um, low key hip hop, simple rap to it, um, and yeah, just a great song. Just loved it. I I remember putting it just on repeat for you know, twenty times in a row, um, and just loving it. So yeah, that was my experience with that. Morning sunshine uh, in a bed. Yeah, that yeah. Song it's very so
0: pleasant, easy to sing,
4: easy song. song. Yeah, yeah, very easy. And I think for that at that time of my life, like. um you know, I come from a very different place in terms of some of my other music. was that you hear is prior to that, um, but Gorillaz was fresh. I think that the point about Gorillaz was it was a fresh sound in what felt like kind of a spring slash early summer vibe. Um, so it had it just has just emotionally such potential and such a such a fun um, song. And, and yeah, the sound was quite fresh. I think when Gorillaz like landed, they were very it
2: was unique.
4: They were very unique. And that's why, obviously, they're massively popular. Um, but yeah. But um, they're, they're and,
2: still good, like.
4: The, oh, they're still now? good, yeah. The other thing about that song is, you know, because it was Dave and Alburn and it was, like, rip pop was basically dead at that point or at the very tail end. And I'd come through that through my school years and everything was moving more towards kind of like, um, you know, Moby and, mm-hmm. uh, uh, all, you know, kind of like, um,
3: House More dance. Complex
4: edm yeah. I mean House had been around for years, um way before like House was like eight right? like late eighties no, early nineties. But but anyway, it was um very much uh, a nice fresh sound and the fact that like it was quite inspiring actually to, to look at someone that you've listened to years before in the Britpop phase in high school and see them evolve, like right? see how Damon Alburn as a musician evolved through gorillas what an amazing music. Even today, you know, he still produces a lot of solo, great solo stuff, um, but it was so different to the Britpop and it made, you know, it was just super cool to see. And a kind of concept, it's a concept band, right? I mean, they're effectively just, you know, they're, they're avatars, anonymized musicians, um, as opposed... And that's kind of where the world was going at that time. It was like everything was moving into the digital landscape so much more, like everyone, everywhere was getting hooked in, getting connected, and it was that less you know, like as like we said earlier, Napster and blah blah blah. So there was a, a social aspect to it which I thought was quite interesting as well. But of course not
2: a happy you, memory.
4: <laughs> yeah, very around happy. The, yeah, I loved it. Yeah.
0: And around real time oh
3: sorry. I was gonna say, Neil to your point, I think it also kinda kept that British and really influenced the next wave because as you get mm-hmm. to like some of my like, exactly, I, I block party on mine, and I think yeah, block yeah block, block party, party were like literally
4: what a year later it like influence
3: like, like directly influenced, and there wouldn't be a a a bigger um, push if it wasn't for the grills. So for that, yeah, like.
4: it was a it was definitely a transitionary time in UK music um, from the old the the, the extraordinary huge Britpop scene into what I would say a more varied range of genres of music. Mm-hmm for most young adults um, over the next, you know, four or five years. So, Gorilla's sort of almost maybe carried at the time, and it's probably a bit, bit far, but either way. Do you, you
0: recall some kind of, like, video game coming out with a car and all these Gorilla sounds? on it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what, when I think of the What gorilla, game was that? Uh, when I think of Gorilla's and that this song comes to mind and this is like in middle school i feel like i, I have no idea <laughs> that's funny. how i came across this game at all i think I it was on the... driving around like a little buggy in like a burnt down city right, or yeah town or whatever that and then was, it was awesome. just it was just gorilla song after gorilla song on <laughs> it and this song was on there and <laughs> i i just remember driving around in a car for like hours doing I that. i love
4: that you were probably listening to it just <laughs> in your mind playing the game
1: again <laughs> yeah yep that's hilarious you remember that andy though absolutely yeah i th- I don't know if it was like on new ground was like some- one of those sites it, you know, that had that's probably lot- exactly what it was
0: it was probably I think like it a was- new grounds game or something yeah yeah
1: yeah and i you know i'd listened to that song since then but every time i hear that song in particular it reminds mm. me of that game i oh, was yeah. you know you know, if you if we were to take a look at that game now we'd be like what did we spend so much time well, i know on, right but
4: why did yeah. we look at those pixels i <laughs> thought it thought
0: of like back then it seemed like some ex- huge expansive universe or something and like it's probably yeah. just like a little highway in a in a building in the middle and that's better it, it's, yeah, it's
1: kind of wild I kind of want to find it again yeah <laughs>
0: maybe we can find it after this
1: I'll
0: look it up while you guys <laughs> I'm, I'm curious yeah if new grounds even exist maybe it's still on there the uh the next song up is uh closer to the sun by slightly stupid, with and uh off the album closer to the sun, Marty. Yeah, are, are the one. Um,
3: so this is my uh my uh reggae hip tastic um frisbee flow. Well, this uh, has to be a frisbee song. Like it, it for this one, I, I I played a lot of frisbee in high school and I played frisbee in college as well. And, like, I was playing Frisbee four days a week in college. So it was a big part of my early college life. And there was always something that you talked about when you're playing Frisbee. And it was, uh, you know, you got to go with the game flow. Like, you got to catch the flow um, and be in rhythm and just kind of be in sync with every everything else. And it wasn't until I started really listening and playing with this song that I understood that. There's just a certain, like, ebb and flow and- to it that just kind of sets you at ease and calms you down. And so for that, um, even, you know, in a high level competition, you know, as high level as Eastern Washington or Washington state frisbee level can be, um, it, it put me in the right frame of mind to, to let the game come to me and not push in the game. So
0: it's like a chill song to kind of make sure that you stay on pace with the game yeah, and just like get in the mindset of, Plants Get of out, out of your head. Drunk. Oh, yeah, no, wait, I was wait, drunk. Wait, wait. I was drunk. Let's be, let's be clear. Um,
3: but it's it, was, it was... So when I mean like go with the flow, like um, in basketball or anything else, like you got to be aggressive. You got to be, um, you know, amped up. You got to be on edge. You got to be like ready to attack and pounce. And with Frisbee, it's very much like you got to sit and wait for your opportunity for what comes open and available and pick your spot and you have to go and move. It's a, it's a fluid game. Um, it's all like soccer. But with that, um, it just, it, it kept me from like being too aggressive and trying to push too much. There were times where I was very much trying to be uber aggressive on it and not letting the game flow to me and getting upset. And so like, I would have to go to the sideline or like put some music And This was one of the songs, that I would listen to to like get me back into not amping myself up and letting the game come to me. So that's it. It's
2: amping yourself down.
3: Yep.
1: <laughs> Musical downer. <laughs> I gotta say
3: the uh, the
0: guitar playing in this in the very beginning especially is just I don't know. It's all like finger picking, I guess, but it just sounds great.
3: I mean, because when you're handling the frisbee and you have two or three people that are up front and they're just working the disc slowly up the field and suddenly you make a great cut like you just have to move with it and it just like it's there so to me that the song is frisbee in a nutshell
0: Okay. the uh the next song up is uh coming home by city and color on the album sometimes Hannah put this one up
2: I did so this song. was oh yeah a fucking chill song
0: and uh a little sad too it seemed like oh yeah a little, a little sad vibe yeah
2: but it's, it's a good song. It's the least emo. It's the one that kind of bucks the genre of my uh, my playlist. But this was like post-divorce, about a year later, I started seeing this guy who turned out to be... He was a real piece of shit. Now, he,
3: was he a fuckboy? Most freshmen are, say Hannah.
2: He was a fuckboy. Well, I wasn't a <laughs> freshman at this point. He was a fuckboy. And I... think I've mentioned this. I looked up his Facebook recently and he's also an anti-vaxxer and I think he's lost his mind but (laughs) what he did bring me at that point was like an introduction into like oh sex is fun and I like doing it. So that was a big thing for me um, to get like that back in my head because like sex wasn't fun it was like a chore. Like It was a whole thing with the Divorce and the wedding and whatever. So this guy was like completely different, totally fuck boy. A guy I'd never want to date. I, I didn't date, but like whatever. But like <laughs> he, he did he did play this song on his guitar to me and sang it to me, and it was kind of romantic.
4: Was he wearing clothes? Yes. <laughs> okay, just checking. Maybe not. for long, the but real yes. That's the important question.
2: You didn't date him. <laughs> I didn't date him, and the day that I was gonna. Well, the day that I was going to call everything off because I had gone to Rosario that summer, I was going to call everything off, and I got back, and then I saw him with another girl, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I guess we're done. Cool." <laughs> but, I mean, this is what I was going to do anyway, but
4: <laughs> took away the uh, the pain of having to deal with it.
2: I mean, I was going to deal with it, but like, still right. a very like pivotal part of my healing process. So. Thank you for that. I hope you get find some help. You definitely need some help. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he was talking about FEMA camps at the Walmart parking lot.
4: FEMA camps?
2: Yeah. FEMA
4: camps? What's a FEMA? Like,
2: what does FEMA stand for?
4: Uh like the emergency. emergency. Oh, the Im- Im- emergency thing. Okay.
2: Yeah. Converting Walmarts into FEMA death camps, basically. And I was like, oh, no. Oh,
4: I'm
0: thinking FEMA camps, like you know, people displaced from hurricanes to help yeah, them out. that's exactly what
3: it is.
2: The... Well, that's what it's supposed to be, uh, but there's this whole like right-wing conspiracy they're that healthy. they're they're gonna it's it's a death camp. I mean, whatever you get sent there, you never come out. It's a bunch of it's a lot.
5: Uh, you want this?
2: No, he was <laughs> ranting about. They exist now and we didn't do enough to stop it. And the the post before that was a minion post. Like a mom would post. I'm so confused. He's not okay. I'm sorry, he's all right. not okay. We need
3: to hear We'd more Getting too much into it. We need to hear more, <laughs> <laughs> more Andrew and Tom's. So I will here.
2: fucking show you this.
0: Hey, Andy, the list is the list, all right? <laughs> yeah, the list is the list, and Andy's got three in a row coming up. So oh. hold your horses there, Marty.
1: Okay. Oh jeez. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but before that, we have a Neil song uh Decepticon by let is it Latigre? Tigre?
4: La Tigre, yeah.
0: Yeah, on the album La Tigre. There's actually a lot of songs on here with the same album and song name. It's interesting.
4: What? What do you mean? This the,
0: the song and the album are the same name? Oh,
4: the same name in this, okay, there's, yeah,
0: yeah. there's been at least I feel like 3 or 4 of those title so songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Title songs or self-titled albums. Mm-hmm. I mean there's quite a bit of them so so uh, so far.
4: Yeah, so La that song is one of those songs that the usually, you know, you hear a song and you're like, yeah, this is a good song. And then La that particular song, I remember hearing that song for the first time and it, it was when I was into skating and a couple of skating buddies of mine, we were going, we were, we were driving and they had La Tigre, they had like a big playlist going and La came on. And that song just, I a mean, like just, Instantly, I'm like that is a fucking banging song, um, and it reminds me of that period when I was super into skateboarding. Um, you know, just just going out and just fucking around like an idiot, basically doing dumb shit all the time. Um, uh, but music, obviously, is a big component of that. Like when skating in you know, skate parties, and you know, different um, even in, even in parks and things music's always on the go right so it's like it's a very um audio based experience um the the tigre fucking rocks kind of like electronic uh punk uh or electronic rock punkish vibe to it very fast heavy-hitting uh feminist band left wing i think um just really aggressive um so yeah i love that song just reminds me of my skate days um, and I'll still listen to that song like at least once every four months or so. I'll always plop it on just to just to get the juices going. Can I
3: can I say that I specifically texted Neil after listening to this, and I said I can picture this song being on the soundtrack to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume <laughs> Three.
4: Like it just seems like that would be it. Wouldn't be song. out of place. Yeah, it would totally be nowadays. Yeah, it would totally.
3: I thought Price. you were gonna say
0: a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater
3: game. It, it would fit on there too, but I like mean, this one, sure.
4: yeah, it has that thing. I mean, it's not really like that kind of skater. It's not. It's definitely not a typical skater track, but it has the the it has the energy. For sure. Yeah. No. It's absolutely. Full of energy. It's full of energy. Mm.
0: Okay. Lis- listening to it and having been a skateboarder, it's like. It encompasses it. I mean, that's like a perfect soundtrack. Right. uh, Or a song for like a soundtrack of skateboarding. Absolutely.
3: Okay. I need to take a timeout. I need to grab another beer, and then I will be right back.
0: So you're going to leave as we're getting into Andy's three songs in a row. I just complained we didn't get enough
1: of him. (laughs) Sorry, you're going to need a beer for this one, Marty. Go ahead and grab one.
0: (laughs) So we are nine songs in I like
4: that one. That one's all right. It was good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well, we can just tell him I time. went went through all them. will tell him he did it, yeah, and yeah. he probably would believe it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: oh,
2: man.
0: Yeah, we we could just skip 10, 11, 12 right here. We'll just go right on to thirteen. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna skip Andy yeah. regardless. So it's we're fine. nine we're nine songs no, in now. Yours. What do you, what do you guys think so far about this? Uh, you know how we're, how how this playlist has come together.
2: Honestly, it's- I. I'm cool. gonna like go back and listen to the songs again, mm-hmm. matched up to this episode with the memories. That's I, I
0: think that's the best way to do it. Now that yeah. I'm like now as we're going through this recording and all, and Neil was even saying like you know he hasn't listened to my ten yet, but I don't think it, it necessarily matters because matter. after I after each of us really give our input and our backstory as to why we picked the song or lack
1: thereof or lack
0: thereof, yeah, which will be a lot of mine. <laughs> it might do. <laughs> but at least you know you can put something to it even if it's a feeling that somebody had or some kind of um emotion you know i mean that's the point like whatever we
4: we picked um we picked a period other than i would say you know high school that's probably emotionally one of the most you know informative periods of people's lives right so Mm -hmm. um we totally there's a, of, uh, uh, there's a lot of connection that people have to the songs they pick. All right. Yep. I think this so, is a
2: great idea, and I'm not sorry we did it.
4: Who came up with the idea? Who can Me. get credit? Was it you? Yeah, Hannah did. I, I would.
2: Believe
3: I'd you. be okay, okay doing like another like Good five job, of just like awesome. I feel I
2: could do high but school, but let's. I was, was going to say not first. to
4: derail the co- this current podcast, but if we were going to do another one, high school would be a great one because high all be the music one. would be older. But high school obviously is a very emotionally charged period of people's lives, so it's like that would be that would be
2: fun. Although uh, Canadian meal, I might talk about lump biscuit again.
4: (laughs) That's
3: true. (laughs) (laughs) She's not going to talk about. it. She's going to make out with Fred Durst. (laughs) It's going to (laughs)
5: happen? All right. So we got the next one on the list.
0: So Andy's finished. So So the next one is "Every Thug Needs a Lady" by Alkaline Trio Mm. on the album "Good Morning."
3: And
2: have morning spelled M-O-U-R-N-I. Wait, we went through all of Andy's
3: songs? It took a while.
4: It really took a while to get there. Andy said he
0: didn't have much to put into each we talking about Andy here. He doesn't
4: not a man of many words. He
2: lets the song speak for him.
3: This is bullshit.
4: It is bullshit.
2: True.
0: All right. Fine. Just for you, Marty, we're gonna go back and do all three of these again. So yeah, the first thanks. one is despite what you've been told by two gallants. Two galants. Uh, the two gallants, okay.
1: Sorry, I correct. You know
0: me. what? Sorry. I could be a DJ, but I don't know how to pronounce this shit. <laughs> Sorry,
1: <laughs> you know, you'll work into it. Um so and the album
0: is also two gallants.
1: Yeah. Uh so college for me was two thousand seven all the way to 2013 and this particular time when i first listened to two gallants, i wasn't in college i was taking a bit of a break because i didn't know what i wanted to do but um at this point in time i was living in new zealand uh started listening to this band and this song in particular got a lot of these songs because once i picked one song it kind of just went with the same theme or kind of close to so there's a lot that could have gone on the list but um they're all kind of around this time save say for a few of them but this song i listened to a lot this album while i was working in a wool pack factory i probably had that album on re- repeat for i don't know a month straight and i'd also have to walk there and so <laughs> i was walking like two hours each day to make it there and back. Um, And the song resonated with me, not just because it was awesome. Like probably one of the more talented two two man bands I've listened to, um, but resonated with me because being in New Zealand, um, I wanted to immerse myself with the community there, like different groups, but you also (laughs) realize at one point you're going to leave. And so you don't want to be a wrecking ball and that's what that reminded me of.
4: What do you mean by a wrecking ball?
1: Like you can't I I'm I'm not I'm not a person to really sleep around, right? Okay. And so when you start getting into a relationship, and you're like, I don't really you I got cold feet a couple times there because I was obviously I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere, right? And so um I that's what I mean. All right. Yeah
4: yeah the your genre of picks um i can't remember the name of the band but it it was like now that you said that i'm like oh that's interesting if that was the the sound of the time in new zealand is that like not necessarily uh, no. that it was but no yeah was it is that what it was or was it just
1: no no so new zealand was about like three years behind in some respects new zealand was like three or four years behind the united states and what they're listening to Uh and then at the same time they had more access to what was coming out of the united kingdom at the time um so it's kind of a weird blend but Mm -hmm. a lot of the music that i picked up over there um was from a buddy of mine that i'd gone to high school with but we were living in new zealand together for a little while there and so i pilfered through some of his stuff and he he specifically recommended this band to me saying, you know, knowing what he knows about what I like to listen to, I would really like them. And he was dead on. So it was a, it was a recommendation to me.
3: That friend does have very eclectic, but very good taste as well. Like, I, I, I hold him in high regard for music stuff.
0: Would, would these be considered like
1: indie songs? Oh, no. sorry. <laughs> like, I'm so
2: good at music. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: I hate it's the more term folky. indie songs. I, would say I feel that like indie is, is so vague. Yeah, well, it's vague because all independent is, is yeah. they're independent, right? There's no mm-hmm. record label or major record label, so mm-hmm. yeah, you can have any kind of genre of music and be indie, yeah. right? Okay. So, Fine. but sound-wise, um,
4: but there it,
2: is an there it, is an indie sound, but it's
1: yeah, but that's not big. what indie. It's means. hard
2: to define. I know, it's not what it means, but sometimes you gotta like just deal with society. Words have meaning. What it Anna. means, yeah, and the society's <laughs> decided that indie is a very specific kind of sound.
4: At this point, I'll
2: say not very specific actually, because I it's hard to define what indie is. I have an indie in playlist. Indie is
4: very very broad. I, on Wikipedia, um, tugulants are uh, described as punk and blues infused folk rock with mm-hmm. later mm-hmm. sound developing into more rock and roll later. Um, yeah. but definitely, yeah, that that seems like a good description.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd agree with and that. I, I think I think the going off of what Anna's saying with the mainstream I'm thinking mainstream indie, there must be a certain catchiness to it. And that's why course, a lot yeah. of indie music that you're gonna hear on the radio that's popular more pop indie, th- yeah. You know, it's more pop indie maybe. Or, and it's got I, some kind of commonality for, that'll reach a broader audi- audience. Yeah, then I think that's what I would niches. I, I agree that Andrew's music is, music is though.
4: much more um, maybe eclectic or uh, you know, um, not so mainstream, as you were saying,
2: Tom. It's kind of the category right. that I put everything else in. So if it's not metal, if it's not emo, if it's not rap, if it's not drudge, which I just found, then it goes into the indie <laughs>
3: That's, 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 that's your that's categorization
1: exactly of music. what alternative is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I know, I've never called it alternative. I always called it indie. I don't know. <laughs> <just> Alternativeism is <laughs> it's, its
3: own kind of thing. Indie is. Yeah,
1: well, just just like how indie has its sound, so is alternative. But I mean, again, it's just
2: it's how just, do you want to define the word? It's, everyone can define it. Whatever, guys. Let's move on.
4: That's oh, why music's fun. so difficult to discuss because obviously it's an odd, aud- it's an auditory sensation. It's hard mm-hmm. to translate that into language language structure it's like one of the hardest things I, I remember I, I had to write a bunch of stuff um, explaining all of the musical aspects of you know classical music and various things as in words in like a, an essay in college and it's like it's just a hard like a lot of people really struggled with it who were normally excellent at everything but then they really struggled to how to describe in words a song or a piece as for you need to have like it's just challenging. Um
2: because I mean, music's
4: s- so you know visceral.
2: Yeah, and I'll say like this is challenging. Like I did not get across what I actually feel for no, the and I invited and I invented type yeah, Zo like, Roman. Like you guys don't understand. No. I of couldn't course explain not. it.
4: Yeah. You would literally have to sit there and work on that for like a week to get something across that you could then read to us and we would maybe get a little bit of a better concept, but we'd never get it perfectly.
2: You have like the tip of the iceberg. You'll, you know where I was at the point in time, but like, I can't talk about it. I can't get there, but that's fine. We're trying. Marty, wake up.
0: (laughs) That's just one of Andy's songs.
2: Yeah. You wanted this. I did.
0: We got two more. Here's drain the blood by the rural, Alberta <laughs> Advantage. And it
4: sounds worse than I think it was. Um I don't know exactly what it was. But.
1: <laughs> album Hometowns. Uh I could have picked up this whole album and thrown it on for the 10. Uh so yeah, I'll, I'll just say the R A A cuz if you try to say Rural Alberta Advantage <laughs> too many times it, turn, it comes out like Tom said it. Um Raw <laughs> roll. Raw roll. Raw roll. Wait, how do you say it? Rural, rural, rural. Rural. No. rural. I don't say that rural. word too much. rural, <laughs> rural. rural. Um, <laughs> so this song, uh, it reminds me more just kind of a point in my life where I was looking for a new apartment. Um, I remember walking the streets with this in my uh, in my headphones at the time. Um, that sounds this is also, quite
4: Like you're homeless. I almost <laughs> yeah, was. <it>
1: <laughs> I, I was about a week. Away from being homeless in New Zealand.
4: Okay, you were close. Right. Oh, okay. We'll give you that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It was probably the closest to uh, being homeless uh, I've ever been. And I'm fortunate for that. Um, but no, it's uh, just kind of, it reminds me of that time. Uh, the, the album altogether, I listened to a lot during that period. But uh, a just fantastic three-piece group out of Alberta. And uh, I don't know what else to say about this one.
0: Would you say it's out of rural
1: Alberta? <laughs> it pro- probably is. <laughs> uh, that's the advantage of it.
2: Oh, God. I uh, see what you did there, Marty. I acknowledge.
1: Well, the funny thing is about, I don't know, maybe six, seven years later down the line, uh, they came out with you know, a couple albums down through through the times there and my sister my older sister we've always been pretty good about sharing music with each other but she sent me one of their songs and I hadn't listened to them for three years at that point or something but it was just funny that you know some of your siblings tend to have the same taste in music so uh hey Brianna if you're listening go listen to some of these songs
2: <laughs> <laughs> rate right and review
1: yeah rate right and review <laughs> subscribe
2: hit that like button
0: the uh, the last of any songs out of this three right here would be the epilogue or epilogue by the Antlers under
1: the album Hospice.
2: Oh, this was a uh, fucking good song. Yeah,
1: this the, is a uh, good song. I I love this one. Again, this is one of those ones that I, it was tough because the entire album's great. Uh, I one thing I really like in music are, uh, uh oh, god! Now I'm on the spot and talking doesn't come it's out hard. so well. <laughs> um, oh, someone helped me out! Albums that like are have continuation a have a, a story. Theme? Yeah, what? that have
0: a story throughout the whole thing. Yeah, yeah concept there's albums. a name for it.
3: Concept, concept
0: albums. Album. albums. God, Marty.
2: Oh, Marty, We're so Marty comes here. in clutch.
1: Um, That's what a
3: concept album is. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Tommy, Tommy by uh, Pink Floyd. Okay. So um, the the entire album could have been on here, uh, and so I just picked a, put the last song on there, hoping that. You guys kind of go back and listen to the whole thing.
2: Uh, I am.
1: This is my frou-frou. This was my <laughs> frou-frou for one year. Um, I uh, When I was working up in Northern Idaho on an internship, well, I didn't have TV or anything, so I only had the music I had with me, and I ended up throwing this album on every night. But um, the the album itself, it's a story that's told through an allegory of someone working as a hospice worker but it's it's ah, an abusive relationship super interesting yeah so it's it's I, at that point i hadn't ever been in an abusive relationship but it was just such a powerful story and the way that I was told and the music that went along with it that it stuck with me for quite a while and even even now it's hard not to hear one song from the album and just start it at the beginning and listen to the whole thing for me
4: I mean, I would say when I heard this song, this was the one song of the whole collection that made me immediately, like, it just sticks. It's just such a good song. Um, it's emotional, and it's, yeah. it's very flowy and poetic, I would say, mm-hmm. this particular yeah. song.
0: I would say poetic but, is a yeah, great word to describe uh, yeah. that. Album, the, yeah,
1: that their song. lyrics are fantastic right. but to
4: hear that it's also part of a con because obviously only having heard that one song to hear that it's part of a concept album that has even more emotional and backstory to it is pretty awesome so it seems like a great one to check out
3: mm. yeah yeah i misspoke it's uh tommy by the who not pink floyd but oh yeah the the wall yeah. by pink floyd is also a concept oh, yeah, album yeah, yeah. a lot of those okay. um that albums that era that's the concept rock
1: I tend to so. like look at albums as if they're concept albums. Was the animals
4: on that and so all of them are. Is it a lot of them do flow Pink Floyd, from like start yeah? to finish. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, there's definitely a flow, but you know, just my personal listening habits, I try to you know and that, you know, that's the great thing about music is you can make it what you what you want it to be or or however it resonates yeah. with you. So, you know, listening to an album all the way through, you kinda of pick up this to this to this mm-hmm. to this and you can right. make your own story in your mind and i think that's yeah. fun it is yeah. it but just, is
3: lost listening from start to finish with, especially with that green oh, that green button now. with the little shuffle icon on spotify
2: and i love the shuffle icon yeah, but we're that. missing something well
4: again no, that's I how mean, we used I... to con- it's, it's a change mm-hmm. of how we consume music right it's just in, like we said earlier like before internet before the availability of songs where you couldn't just get one song and you would know, buy an album or buy an you would listen to it from start to finish. The only way you would hear shuffles was to play you know, mixes that people or through radio. Um you sh- unless you were like the type of person that would go and keep switching songs constantly. Say in your in your say you're with your buddies, your friends, um, you don't like put on a song. Everyone's high, everyone's drunk, you don't <laughs> you put on a, an album and you hear the whole thing. Right. You just let it go. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in a group setting, and even if you're in the, on your own, listen, you do a sum and flip a couple out. But okay. The antlers, by the way, were so you mentioned the so antlers look like they were from like mid 2000s, 2006, yeah. 2007. Yeah, but really a song.
1: Check it out. And I
2: feel like it just it has like this emotional behind it. Yeah. Like you said, even if you're not in an abusive relationship, like I feel like I can apply it to something in my life.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. It's um...
4: and it's easy. It's an easy song too. I think no matter who you are, like that's the kind of song that's like it both can be very you know, just. It's an easy listen. It's accessible.
0: Moving, moving along to the next one. So we're going to change it out to "Every Thug Needs a Lady" by Alkaline Trio <laughs> 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 on the album "Good Morning."
4: Just before we start this, I would like to say.
2: That every thug songs,
4: needs, needs a lady. The titles of Hannah's songs, for some reason, most fit everyone involved. Like, there was the Time Machine one. This is you, Hannah, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. This is Hannah. Yeah. Like, all of the titles of yours were very, were really quite, you know, um, I don't know, thought provoking or <laughs> complex. Like, for example, that's the pop punk you know, era. Man. There's a song called Luca. Which actually, Ugh, was you too, right? Never mind. Oh, that doesn't support my argument. Um, no, that yeah. one doesn't work out. But it's a great but song. But you we'll did have there. some good ones, and I was like, "That sounds like a Hannah song by the title." <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, you could just well, like Marty said that that particular era of time was the time of the longer song title, and it have nothing that, to do with what genre?
3: the song is actually about. Or yeah, no, they didn't to like.
4: It. I I agree. It's like when my, I
3: heard
1: them, my I was drawing in like, okay. Scriblio.
2: It is! (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I also enjoy the song titles, which is why I was really upset that I was listening to the Reggie and the Full Effect album all wrong, because I was equating songs to the wrong titles, and it wasn't making sense to me. Um, But anyway, Every Thug Needs a Lady. This was when I was engaged to the boy that would become my husband. Um, I'm not very frou-frou sorry we <laughs> frou not the word i'm looking for but it's the word that's, it's the word that's the front of my brain how dare um, you <laughs> uh-huh i like thinking of a song that i would want to walk down the aisle to i'm like i can't i don't like love songs very much so this is a song that i wanted to walk down the aisle to
5: okay
2: take that as okay. you will okay I don't think it's a song I ended up walking down the aisle to, but I definitely, I don't remember, but it was something unconventional.
3: Not going to lie, best one I ever heard was the Minuet of Forest by our, um, that our friend Sim, Sim and Savannah uh, used in their wedding from uh, Ocarina of Time. That was like the best one when they got married in the woods. I was like, all right, you guys win. <laughs> well, oh, well, yeah. well picked out.
0: Oh, That's pretty great i don't, it makes I don't sense know if you...
2: too with the couple
3: and and sim simeon uh picked the song and savannah was like no nah. and then it worked so
2: <laughs> she, she she gave
3: him compliments for it so
2: i'm probably fairly certain that
3: which happy that ann- happy anniversary would... to those guys not that they listen but happy anniversary
2: they should i miss the man uh i'll say that uh, my husband would my ex husband probably would have put a veto on this. He wasn't a very big Auckland Trio fan, and I was.
0: I don't oh, know if you know that's Matt, why you broke the up. lead singer, uh mm. slash guitarist in that. Matt Skiba? Yeah, Matt Skiba is in Blink one eighty two. Do you know that? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah what? So Tom DeLong backed out of the band uh for the second time now. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, probably gone back like six years now. And Matt Matt's been in the band. Touring and putting out, uh, they put out two albums with him. I
2: did not. I'm not up and on my Blink lore.
0: Yeah, so I saw Alkaline Trio, not even oh, really I, knowing who they were at Warp Tour, but I remember like kind of oh. digging them, but I never really got into them. But I, I really need to go back and listen to all of their stuff because the, and I know Blink gets a lot of shit for like the new albums that they put out, but the latest one that they put out with Matt. Actually they They're pretty good. Actually. actually, they actually got Matt a lot more involved with vocals and gave him kind of like dedicated songs instead of just like back and forth kind of things a little bit here and there, and he fucking kills it on the latest. Oh, the album nine, and especially I didn't even know they were if you want releasing any music. Yeah, and if you want the the best song in my opinion that Metsky was played on with Blink, I want to I want to say it's called No Heart to Speak of, under the album nine. Yeah, no heart to speak of. If you listen to that, I mean, do that. it just it sh- it hits hard. It's strong.
2: And I'm going to tell you if you want to listen to Auckland Trio Crimson from start to finish.
0: Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I got to get on that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. I got like a a second pro here, so it's a real
4: suggestion. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. The uh, the next one up is uh, one that I put up called Find My Way Back by Four Year Strong under the album Enemy I, of the World. This is so fun. And this song hits oh, so it's hard. It's such a banger. It's, this one Caitlin oh, thought was Hannah's. Oh, my God.
2: I mean, it, it it's was a literary mention.
0: This, this is the song that got me into Four Year Strong. I have very vivid memories about uh, visiting my friend Mark up at uh, the college in New Jersey one weekend. And we just went up there, and this song especially we played, but we played this album, like, on repeat, driving around, listening to it in his dorm room and all. Like, we got so big into this, and it just... It also, like, I mean, you guys are talking about, like, song meetings and kind of stuff like that. I feel like this is a part in my college life that it was just, like... I was at, like, the point where I was starting to... I was kind of at, like, the the top of let's say this giant mountain I was climbing that I felt like kind of getting through school and all. And I was like at the point where I was almost ready to like finally get through all the struggle and work my way out of it and kind of finally get to the point where I'm like, all right, I can do this and now I can like not necessarily coast, but like I know I can do this. I know this is what I want to do and I'm, Pushing forward, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this shit and get it done.
2: It's a great song for this, for that mm. like feeling. Yeah. I wish I'd
4: heard it, <laughs> <laughs> but I will hear it tomorrow. I'm gonna listen to all the Tom Oh, it's,
0: it's, it's a great one. It's, uh, so Four Year Strong is a relatively new. uh Would you call yeah. it pop punk? I don't.
2: I guess it's I, like. It's a, I'm it's bad with like genre.
0: A, yeah, I don't even know the genre, but like if you were to call it pop punk, I would say this album is especially so their albums before this, I don't I forget how many they have, but they're a lot poppier. And this one they like they, this one they is figured fun. they figured it out. Their their vocals, just everything together, like from this point on is just great. And yeah. I don't know. Give them a listen to. Hopefully you like them, Neil. <laughs>
2: If Neil does it I'll listen to that album again cuz I love it. <laughs> it has a lot of energy, like good energy. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. And th- there's some there's some very meaningful songs to the, yeah. to the songwriters. There's one that his brother I think passed away when he was like, very young and oh. he's like talking in there. He's like this one I'm going to I'm like he was always the one to sing the songs and now the guy in four year strong he's like this time I'm going to sing it. Uh, for you or something, I forget I the exact lyric. Don't think but I knew like, the backstory, but no, but it's it's sad, but it's it's just a great album, start to finish.
2: Most of my music rains to the depressing, angry energy, and this mm-hmm. album has a lot of good, positive energy. But it's, it's still intense. Like I still oh, yeah. like it. It's enough for me to be interested. But it's it's good.
0: Mm-hmm. the uh, The next one up is "Get a Move On" by Mr. Scruff. Slash Sneaky? Is it like it's, two different
4: artists there, Neil? No, Mr. Scruff is... Um, so unlike, I think, everything so far, Mr. Scruff is a um, a DJ, um, single guy. I can't remember his name. It's like Andy Lady or something like that. Um, he was... The reason I, I put this song on is because not only... Like, as a song, um, it's so... Uh, like, it, it has an amazing bass um it's really catchy um it's it's a it's a great like there's nothing to it you know, lyrically um it's a sample effectively repeated um but um uh mr scruff is a again it's a dj he was this was a period in my life when i would sp- basically go to a lot of uh, drum and bass not that Scruff, Scruff isn't really drunk a bass. I mean, he, he's very eclectic, like funk, reggae, hip hop, um, electronic, like all different samples, but he's known for massive sets. He'd do like six-hour sets, um, and he was just nuts, like actual nuts. Um, and he would have an accompanying um, orchestra of about 10 people, and just so musically amazing. And, and Get A Move On was one of the more popular, became one of the more popular songs as he grew um and um yeah mr scruff i just love scruff like he's a funky um just like all of his albums like he drew his own cartoons like, all the covers were drawn by him um there were just these silly little like non and like not just just non-animating cartoons with like um vibrating edges and stuff I mean, it sounds kind of dumb um But, yeah, personally, Mr. Scruff for me was during a period of my life when I was um, going out to, not clubbing, but to um, a lot of uh, sort of, like, seedy weed joints in the UK, which in the UK, you know, back in those days, you didn't want to get caught smoking weed in public. That was not... You were definitely getting arrested um, and going to who knows what. But, yeah. yeah, just a, kind of a underground, underground DJ is how I, I you know, phrase the whole thing. Um, and for me, that was just um, just a good song. Just love that song. Just very pumpy, very energetic. Yeah,
0: um, I like it. it yeah, definitely, just, definitely, it's definitely just, a lot of energy in it. Yeah. yeah,
4: but but for me personally, it was a period of time where I was basically stoned all the time. Um, like literally, like stoned from the moment I woke up to the moment <laughs> I went to sleep um which you know that was a cool time that was the time it was, it was unique would... that was what i was doing in those times and that was just a pivotal track for that one year to one and a half year period of my life where all i did was smoke weed from morning to night basically <laughs> and and scruff was awesome
2: honestly neil your playlist i listened to and was like i feel like i was with neil in england and i'm high
4: <laughs> like
2: it, it hit the notes, and I was like, "I love
4: it." I mean, like, not all of my songs were total stone at times, but Scruff was definitely no. in the middle of it. But yeah, 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 that's fair. I mean, you're right. Like Porter's head is in my lid now, yeah. So very much in that time period because that's you know, what it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, but Scruff is great. Scruff is great. Um, not the most recognized groups or bands, but um, I would say groups or bands because he's neither. He's a DJ, but. Um, <laughs> I feel like I heard
0: this song before.
4: You have, because the thing, it's, like it's I said earlier, he, even though he it's was a, very KJ, much, you know, edged, not, not mainstream, that mm-hmm. particular song ended up like 10 years later being the song that was um, released um, with Windows 7 on Windows 7 Media Player, what? which, <laughs> you know, it's like 10 years beyond past its time, but it became a massive track, I think. After the fact, I didn't really know that myself because I didn't care about Windows Seven Media Player. I and mean, it was like ten years later, but yeah, no, that was like you probably have heard that song, and it's, I, th- I think it's been in commercials and everything. It's, just, it's a real yeah. catchy tune, like yeah. it's a bouncy, oh, yeah. bouncy, bassy, it was fun. funky tune. It's really mm-hmm. good. Okay.
0: The uh, next one up, "Give Me Sympathy" by Metric, under the album "Fantasies." Andy,
1: this one is yours again. Another one. Okay. um <laughs>
2: you get 10
1: oh okay fair enough so they're, they're uh almost halfway through almost listen. almost there so this this song was uh probably around 2008 2009 is when i first heard this album and every every song is great i'm gonna say that about every everything on this list and that's not gonna stop me from saying it i guess even if i preface I just it with say that it, it's fine.
0: even though we had like a little bit of a controversy and we were talking about this with neil that just because these 10 songs on here give the strongest emotions you know, it doesn't mean that they're you know top best in your playlist it doesn't no. mean they can't be either i right. mean these no, could be great if songs you would ask me like to do this, overlap. Yeah.
1: if you had asked me to do this again now i'd probably pick Ten different songs, maybe from the same albums, but it's just one of those one-off things where I just went through it fairly quickly and then didn't actually upload for a while. But um, yeah,
2: you said you had a list written for like two yeah, weeks.
1: It, it was right there.
2: And I was um, like, can I listen to it?
1: Nope.
0: That's pretty much what I did though too. Yeah, I know yeah, you guys. I, <laughs> I, like, I know Hannah's and Neil's music
3: a lot more than I know.
2: I am up. I am five.
1: Um, but but this song, give me sympathy by metric. Um, it was around, I was going to community college and it's a song that I remember listening to quite a bit when I was, I got into like online chat groups. Um, cause a lot of my friends had gone off to college. I was stuck at home doing community college, which was great, but I started looking for kind of news, new ways to meet people. So I started talking to people on, uh, about it was, a uh, it was a gaming and music, uh, chat site that end up getting this recommended to me. And I remember it from that time specifically, the song itself is kind of about um, how, how do you want to go out, whether you want to burn out or um, fade away. Um, But it's just, it's always been a song that when I listen to, I remember that time in my life and it's kind of thought provoking on what you want to do with your life and the song itself Leaves it up to the listener's interpretation, which I thought was interesting. It's a solid song. Cool. I really like this. I do too. I,
2: I like this whole album. So
0: I don't think I've ever heard of the band or the album song. Any of that. Yeah. I'm sure there's
1: something from them you've heard before. Yeah.
0: They sound uh, like a familiar band, but yeah, who knows? I'll, I just love the never way back it, with that.
2: Like the internet has opened up. At the same time, was I feel like it closed us down, but it's also opened us up. Like you learned this because you were trying to, you know, reach out, make some friends. Someone recognized yeah. that, hell yeah, you know, like the, that's how you met Neil. Like it's the way
4: forward. Of two course. fifths of it's this is through, uh, connectivity through,
3: like Andrew the meeting people to play oh, video yeah. games with.
2: Yeah, I have a like a WhatsApp group. I've never met them before. We talk, we talk about fanfic. <laughs> 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 We'll about talk about that.
4: fanfic.
1: Late.
0: We've already talked Neil, about this. Listen to oh, the wait, episode. This is, this is from last... Okay,
4: fanfic,
2: this is yes. Last is that week. what yeah,
5: you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: But, like, I think it's, <laughs> it's really... fanfic about Fred Durst. Well, no, it's not.
0: <laughs> no. But I'll look
2: that no, up.
5: No. You, you need <laughs> to listen
0: to <laughs> that's, it.
1: that's coming.
0: Neil, Neil, I know you haven't listened to many past episodes of ours. You've only listened to one, but that's, that's one to listen to.
2: It, it's a lot of my lore, Ooh. if you... Want oh. to know more about me as a person' and his origin story <laughs> My or- uh, yeah, but I think that's one of like the good things the internet has done. like just it just makes me like, I feel like because i I was here before the internet existed. and now it's 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 amazing. I feel very old now. but I'm just like it's it's cool. We couldn't do this, you know. I am. We could, it would
3: just be that you brought your own vinyl record or your own mixed CD.
2: We couldn't Mm -hmm. Skype.
3: No, you brought it to a meetup.
2: Oh, we'd have to be in the same place. Yeah,
3: yeah. We got to
0: fly some vinyls in together. Someone bring a
2: record player. I got a fucking email from Spirit today like, hey, we're having a sale. And I was like, you need to fuck the fuck (laughs) off right now. Or I'm going to get- Is the giving
0: you twice the
1: money back?
2: Nope, it's not what it was. <laughs> it was like twenty bucks off.
1: Yeah, right. Twenty bucks off uh, a fifty dollar ticket
2: that you won't even get to use. Fuckers yeah, I
1: can't, can't afford yeah. not to at
0: that no, point. Yeah, you're still giving them money for nothing.
2: Uh, I did that. They, they just uh,
0: accept donations. That's what it is. That's what their website. They are be. a
2: fucking charity.
1: <laughs> All right, we're, it's we're the gonna Kickstarter Airlines, basically.
0: Kind of, kind of debated here. All right. Here's the thing. I really want to cut this off and say this is gonna be the last one. I mean, we're at set we're going on seventeen right now. All right. Let's get so- to twenty.
3: Let's get half
4: or
0: twenty
4: five. Twenty five. I, so I Barney- think we can 25. get halfway, like we're not well, that far from halfway. If we get yeah, to like um, Nantes or neighborhood, we're probably to okay.
3: Alright, we just we gotta we gotta wrap these these next eight up real yeah, quick.
4: Be quicker on our on our summaries but- and we can get half. But I feel
0: like we're we're having good discussion on each of these. Why cut it and why yeah. rush yeah, it? Yeah, I don't feel like we need know? to rush it. We we shouldn't rush this. Like, I uh, do have to pee. Been... Well, then
4: yeah. let's, get, let's just get halfway. Slowly. It's it's
0: either I'm I'm thinking that we can get another podcast recording in before Marty is unavailable in two weeks. Yeah. What do you guys think? Uh,
4: yeah, I could put, I'm sure I could find. It, we
0: could we could do like a Thursday, a Wednesday night. We could do another one just to wrap up. If we okay, if we, we need we to I do mean either of those Maybe sites, but... maybe, maybe we can <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we can knock this out um next week too. Let's if, get we, to if we get to 20 right now, let's maybe get we can do 30 of them 20. next Monday. Okay. That let's... seems like a good idea. All right. all right. A nice even number. So, Andy you'll get halfway through
3: his list at that point.
2: All right, Andy, you are halfway done. According to but, Neil, uh, that's
3: going to be halfway cuz he only, has only heard 40 songs.
2: That's true. Oh. Actually, it is halfway. <laughs>
4: No, and no, and no, you know no, what? I'm, I'm it'll work out. With Tom Song in it, so. so
0: so I am only going to have two going in out of this week. Oh, yeah. And then all the rest of mine will be coming in later. And I'll be like two in a row. for. Okay. So this next one, there was 17 on the list. So we're going to go with Godspeed by Anne Berlin. Is it An- Anne Berlin? Yeah. That... Uh, Godspeed Anne Berlin. by Anne Berlin. Uh, album Cities. Um, and Marty was the one that put this up. I feel like you talked about Amberlynn on the podcast
3: I'm, before here. I'm I'm gonna blame this one's direct result of Andrew, actually. Um, so Andrew introduced me. I think on one or two of our road trips. So Andrew and I took two road trips. We did uh like a Walla Walla to Boise to Burns, Oregon, back up to Walla Walla in a day. That was Jesus. exhausting, thousand miles, and we went through everything. Um on there I'm we might have listened to it but then we also drove down um I drove from Pullman to Walla Walla picked up Andrew went to Portland we drove down to San Francisco we went to a, a WSU football game at Cal and I can vividly remember like being introduced to Anne Berlin on one of those road trips I don't remember which one but it just Andrew is a very focal point of that and to me, it's it's not the song that resonates the most off that album. To me, this is one of the few albums um, that I can sit there, hit play, listen all the way through, and just, like, have a good ride all the way. And in. the intro is what it is, but this one kicks off with a banger, just really, like, high intensity, high energy. Um, and then going forward, like, with the motorcycle, um, like, the lyric... Um, they lied when they said the good day young.
0: Right? Sorry, the intro of this song—you're saying it so, is what it is.
3: So the intro is like forty seconds, and that's track one, and then it it segues oh, okay. right into of the, the album. You're saying yes, it. and then it segues be right better. to this, and it kicks it off. Um, but to me, like this is a this is a song that I attribute to my friend who committed suicide, and that I ride motorcycles partially because of him. And so, like I think of this kind of when I hear the song as well um there's other songs in the album that i also resonate um unwinding the cable car alex Mathia, um finn i mean they're they're like every single every single song like outside of the intro i was like i like i'm perfectly fine just listening to on on repeat or i get something else out of it so thank you andrew for uh
1: it was the cal trip
3: introducing this one so (laughs) And then, I, like, I really dug this
0: song. And from that. And I like, feel like I heard this band too. And I gotta I gotta go through and listen because I'm sure I know other songs of theirs, but this you is probably good one.
2: do because they're like in the group that maybe yeah. you are in. Like oh, you yeah. probably heard some of their like maybe their older shit. Like mm-hmm. but
3: And Yeah, I mean their the album before this, they had two albums before this one. This one was like really where they got polished and they like found their groove. Yeah, and
2: this was a big change.
3: Um and then specifically when i also later on uh new surrender came out and i really like that album as well um but this one i would say is a better album front to back cities so
2: i would say the same but no one's asking But like
3: my favorite songs that i would resonate (laughs) with are probably on new surrender but this one like again it just it just hit something different for me so and like Andrew goes like when I made like an Amberlin playlist like, like they they have a lot of good songs.
1: No, for sure.
0: Next one up is Goodbye Dear Friend by Deer Tick under the album The Black Dirt Sessions. Andy put this one up.
1: Yeah. Uh so the Black Dirt Sessions were just kind of unrecorded songs that they had at the time um they threw together on I think it was the second album from throwing them all together, but the song in particular, I hadn't heard this song until I listened to a playlist made by the drummer from Two Galants. Um, I know, and so right. fanboy a little I, more right there. Well, I'm just you know that's how you discover music is what do people listen yeah. to right? And so this the song came on at, and at the time. Um, it's I mean, obviously if you go and listen to the song, it's it's very raw, um, the emotion that's in it. And I really like this one yeah. a lot too. His, his voice just yeah. Yeah, it's very and good. Just very raw. It's about obviously losing a friend. And at that point in my life I haven't hadn't lost a friend. Um but I could understand the feeling from losing family members. Um and so I just it was one of those songs that throughout my the entire college years, would always end up being on a playlist or right? I'd end up listening to it every once in a while and just still being kind of awestruck by how raw it was. Um, and then, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'll leave it there.
0: It's a very sad summer song. Definitely. I don't know. Very, I loved it, raw, but probably because it was summer.
2: raw and emotional, I was like, super into it i really liked
0: it i dug it yeah uh the next one is the great gig in the sky by pink floyd under the album the dark side of the moon
4: yes so obviously this was not uh released during my college years um (laughs) i think this song came out in the mid early to mid 70s um personally this song for me was um you know how I spoke earlier like we were talking about Mr. Square and being high all the time and just smoking a lot of weed and and just, you know, just partying a lot. Um that was more of a like a social party kind of deal. Um but I was introduced to to Pink Floyd in that time and this song would be sort of like more of a catatonic state for me where I was You know, incapable of moving a muscle in my body, and just literally, just like immersed and listening to music. And this particular Floyd song, um, on Dark Side of the Moon, which is um, is the long like the longest um, what's the word? Like the longest running um chart album in the history of rock, right? It's like it was in the It was in the rock chart albums for something like 900 weeks or something, or even more than that. Um, But this song was just so... It's just such a powerful song. Um, If you read about the history of this song, it's quite interesting. um, The way that it came to be, the woman that sung the vocals for the song. Um, It's about... The song is about death, um, but it was really more of an improvised thing. And I think um, if you read about it, you'll find that the the woman that sang it... um, did so with no instructions and they just said, just go and sing stuff and she started singing words and they were like, No 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 don't don't sing words, just just make noises. And she came up with this um this I guess just this inspirational um five minutes of amazing vocals and and uh, allegedly like Pink Floyd at the time, they were like they were neither pro nor against it. They were just like, oh, okay. And she left the studio. And they, they actually asked her to do it multiple times, I believe, because I saw a documentary about Pink Floyd years later. And they said, try it, do it again. It's just like, I can't do it again. I'm too exhausted. Um, and then finally, when the album came out, um, you know, this was part of that song. And, and it's just such a, it's just such, for me personally, in my catatonic state, just such a, um, just soulful, Piece of vocals, um, and everyone's heard it. It's a very popular song, so mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but for me, you know, we were picking songs from our college days, and that was when I was originally introduced to Pink Floyd. And I spent quite a, while, a lot of time listening to that particular album, among others. Um, in the more like my memories of it, personally, it, it was like when you kind of like you get back from you go out, you come back at three in the morning and you're with your core group of friends and you're all on the same page there's no there's there's no friction there's no there's no um it's just pure singular goal of getting absolutely entirely fucked up on marijuana at that moment and you all love each other and you're all so happy to hang out in each other's company without saying anything for hours um and you would like you know that that's what it was to me like very close friendships um and just uh an appreciation of music because one thing about my particular group of friends in those days we would we would just we just loved music um we would happily go like instead of going like sometimes instead of going to clubs and going out and being sociable it's just like let's just go get high and sit Find a place to park the car and sit and listen <laughs> to albums of music and just say nothing for four hours. And that's what we would do. And it kind of sounds, I guess you could say, sounds dysfunctional, but no, it's not. No, it, it
2: sounds is, nice. You it know, was I amazing.
4: You. I yeah, it was you. Amazing. Because, like, you have
2: this core group of friends, like, yeah. I can feel, like, the connectedness kind oh, of in your Oh, it's so,
4: songs. yeah, it's so strong, yeah.
2: And it's, that's an amazing feeling to have,
4: Great.
2: sitting in a car listening to music with someone. Yeah. High or not, and you
4: don't. Yeah, high or not doesn't matter. Like there would be people with us that were not high. Like we had this one guy who used to come out with us who never ever in his in his life, even to this day, ever smoked a thing. Um, but he would come and hang with us, and he would fall asleep. <laughs> like he would, he, we would be in the bar, and he would fall asleep. <laughs> we he used to fall asleep everywhere. But he was an awesome dude, such a great, oh, you know, God. whatever. Anyway, that's that's the memory for me of that song. And of and of that album, of that whole Dark Side of the Moon album, which everybody knows, very very popular. So I don't really need to say a great really deal well, about it. I'll um, say
2: I, I've never listened to the whole thing. I haven't either. I so, don't
0: say everyone's heard it.
2: Yeah. yeah, I don't even know if I know if I heard the song before. I do. I, so. I, I,
4: just, I do. It's on add, the list. I mean, I don't want to tell you to listen before, to it, but it's oh, okay, the list before. Before the album okay. that was on the charts for nine nine hundred and fifty okay. weeks. That is, how many is that? That's almost 20 years in the rock album charts. You need to listen to the album from start to finish. I,
2: hey. I think I will. Yeah. But yeah. I also, was it Tom that also doesn't like the Beatles? I don't. <laughs> you don't like me. Pink Floyd I mean, either, really? I would say never,
0: I don't like the Beatles, but like, I, I find. I'm not as big on know. them. They're not. like Yeah. I kind of thought they were like overrated in a way. But I like maybe it's Pink just Floyd because, song. you know, we're coming in from a place that. So much other music is established, in right. all these other yeah you know, for the past so like, that's
4: fair. And I mean, I will say forever. this: like all music, um, and all, many ex- most many experiences. If you're a little bit high, you get a, you <laughs> know it's a it it ex- it amplifies the experience. Um, if, you listen you to Pink the Floyd, if you listen to Pink Floyd, if you listen to Pink Floyd, see the music, you will so have a different experience so Hannah if you're ever tired and you're going to bed I think I will listen to a little bit of Floyd Dark Side of the Moon just just, just I did like the
2: song I yeah I'm gonna do that with a little weed
1: how much money would it take to have you karaoke that song Neil
4: (laughs) are you serious
1: (laughs) yeah I
3: I don't think like it's happening in Walla Walla
5: (laughs) (laughs)
1: That was my first, I mean, I've heard the song before, but I was like, we got to have someone do karaoke of this.
4: Yeah, yeah, it's not a popular karaoke song.
1: I, of course not. But I just want to be the in challenge. the room
4: when it comes on, though, and like the mood of the yeah. room changes. I mean, part of me wants to say a million dollars and part of me wants to say five dollars. So I'm not
1: sure. $5 sold. <laughs>
4: $5 would probably work. Yeah. Old, Depends on for $5. What five point of the night? It's, it's As long of, as there's no yeah. judgment, I'll do it. There's for no five judgment, <laughs> but don't expect Be, anything.
3: Before we go to the next song, <laughs> what in the in the Wizard of Oz, Dark Side of the Moon sync up? What is this sync up? Like where where in the movie does this hit? Do you know?
4: You know, it's funny you say that cuz I didn't know about the whole Wizard employed until later in life. No one had ever I didn't know that was a thing. Um, for listeners or anyone listening, there's this idea that the Wizard of Oz is perfectly synced to the dark side of the moon. And uh, so I can't answer. I don't know where it would come in because I've never watched Wizard of Oz while listening to Dark Side of the Moon. I probably should, actually. Because well, Wizard ju- of Oz is my wife's favorite.
3: Um, I just movie. checked. There is a version on YouTube, so I have a feeling
4: my next weekend is booked. Okay. Because, yeah, I've heard about that like theory or... Conspiracy of the two things being completely in sync, um, but I've never put it to the test myself, so yeah, I don't know. I'll let you know. Yeah, which is very All interesting because right. The Wizard of Oz T-B-T. was such a seminal
3: yeah. piece of cinema. I, I gotta maybe find something.
2: That's we'll Yeah, a, I never heard of that. That's, we'll have a follow cool. up to this.
4: Okay. All right, what's which next, is Tom? The one that
2: you play backwards that has Satan the on it. The last one. Never mind.
4: Yeah, there's another. There's a couple. What's that? Made, there's a famous album where that. There's a
2: famous one though. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: It's it's uh, I believe the White Album. Really? That's right. Yeah, the White Album was one of them. There's a few. There's a few albums where playing backwards, they have this whole like.
3: Okay, I we gotta go them. though, cause we got we got Tom who who's, I know, who's... Tom needs to go Calm to bed. Calm down, I'm so Marty. sorry,
2: Tom. Yeah, sorry, Tom. It's
0: fine. We're on the last song. We're going on to the last song. It's okay of the night at least of
2: the so night.
0: This, yeah. So this is number twenty. And uh, twenty is in the title. It's great romances of the twentieth century.
4: <laughs> another awesome. By... Album. Wait, 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 wait,
0: wait. <laughs>
3: exactly. Is this another breakup song of Hannah's? No. Okay.
4: And
2: Tom, you'll be thankful. This is short. This is,
0: this is by Taking Back Sunday, on the Not album. The album. Tell all your friends.
2: Yep. Um. This is short. This is. I fucking loved this album and their self-titled album. And I still do. Like those, oh, they're good. I don't have a specific memory. I'm so sad I never saw them live. Um, cause I, I honestly don't care for their newer stuff. This is what I would wanna hear. So I missed that window by a long shot. But like, uh, I listen to this shit all the time. I loved it. So if you were like, if you saw me in the library with the headphones in and like, Picked one out of my ear. That's probably what would be Would be this.
0: Do they still play live?
2: So Are they, they still did together. It, they did a fucking tour where they just played "Tell All Your Friends" as like a 20th anniversary.
5: Okay.
2: And I did it I wasn't able to go for some reason. I don't know why I was able to go, but like, oh, it was like, <laughs> ah, it's. You'll be
0: ah. you'll be there for that 25th or 30th though.
2: You know I fucking will.
0: Yeah, cause so I I don't mean to like. You know, I don't want to brag or whatever you want to call <laughs> 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 it. I did see them, and they were very God good.
2: Damn it! They <laughs> opened for
0: Blink in Camden back in 2009, I think it was.
2: I have seen but, brand new here's multiple, multiple times, times, which is like, the most important thing for me.
0: Yeah, so here's the sad thing: like, I have listened to Taking Back Sunday here and there through friends listening, but I've never listened to them really on my own. And, like, even going into that, I maybe knew one of their songs, but I, I just know they put on a very good performance. See, so I, I would highly recommend them for Taking Back Sunday, not yeah. for Blink. Because yeah. Taking so, Back Sunday is way higher on yeah. my list. I mean, it was a pretty amazing set list, because or like opening acts and all, because it was Taking Back Sunday, Weezer, and Blink.
2: Jesus Christ. All three uh, of them. Yeah. 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 And
0: Trump, there was somebody else. That trumps my Jimmy who, World
3: Newfound Glory Blink 182. I don't think it does. And Jimmy at World I'm was not the best out of all of them, but I was most excited yeah. for Newfound Glory.
2: I was gonna say Eighth grade. for me Woo. would have been Taking Back Sunday, Newfound Glory, Blink.
4: Eighth grade.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's this is just a taste of my musical uh samplings of high school. Mm. But I still slaps. Yeah. Slap at a bass. All
0: right. And then uh with so with that, we're gonna we're gonna close this one out. We're not gonna go through all fifty tonight. We are 20 out of the You're 50. You're welcome. Done now. We're going to lead the next one off is, I think it's pronounced Guernica. And I never another, know either. It's another brand new song off the Deja the same and Tendu. album Yeah, the same album. Oh, I put so that one up there. Good
5: but, album. Uh,
0: tune in for the next one to uh, find out why I had it.
3: Well, uh, we learned well a we lot, quite a bit. Buddy. We learned a lot about know. each other's music, and so <laughs> okay. with that, I'm not going to recap it because there's too much uh, to to do. That there's uh, a lot here. Hannah was going through breakups, marriages, and <laughs> some breakups. guy, some guy playing a guitar who didn't keep his clothes on long Could afterwards. bad. Neil Lines. Neil was high all the time, going out to cars and no, bars and just listening to music.
4: <laughs> not true. Some of the songs were not that.
3: Not that. Um, <laughs> and he was in Australia walking. But it was Coliseum. No, he wasn't. To, or and he was New in New Zealand, Zealand. New Zealand. Australia. Two, two yeah. hours a day with uh, the two Gallants on uh, repeat, and then uh, another band that would periodically mix in when he was almost homeless. Uh, we learned that Tom saw uh, Taking Back Sunday, which made Hannah very jealous. But we also, uh, well, we have, Tom actually we learned the least a bit about yours. Well, we because only we had two. Had two songs. We only had
0: two songs. Yeah, so We're gonna I mean, learn I'm, go, I'm gonna start Tom off. Yeah. I'm I'm going through this right now. I start off with the third one, and then like five later, I have one. It's Hannah for one. I have two then. Andy has two, then I have two, then Andy has one, then I have two again. It's like, so I'm going to be like right in a row no, okay. for a lot it's gonna of It's going
2: to be the Tom episode. Yeah.
3: Um, <laughs> so we didn't learn a lot about Tom, but we're going to learn a hell of a lot about Tom in the next one. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah.
4: And, and I would have heard his song by the end We, mm-hmm. we
3: for Marty, we learned that he likes Fru Fru. <laughs> great.
0: <laughs> Andy, and I have one you question. He really
2: waxed eloquently about oh. Frisbee.
0: We were. I was talking to some people about flights to New Zealand. How Mm -hmm. long did that take, and how many stops did you make along the way?
1: Oh, hopefully not during. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there's really nowhere to stop. I uh, I flew nonstop from Vancouver. um, Oh, they do
0: nonstops from North America. Where do you stop? Oh, interesting. West
2: Coast. What? Well, like Hawaii,
0: Hawaii maybe. No. Unless unless you went east and then. Flew out that way. I didn't know. I didn't know if they went west or east.
1: oh uh, you you go west. You go, you go into the future. And okay. uh I want to say it was like thirteen hour nonstop. Okay. Oh, that's it.
2: Seems do- I've done it eleven right. hours. For some reason, I thought it would be like doable. closer to
0: twenty four hours.
2: Jesus nope. fucking Christ. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I've heard Australia flights can, can be like twenty one. Can be
2: up in the air for twenty four hours? Well, it's like
0: the longest yeah. flight. Well, no, but it would be like you know, twenty-four hours total or
5: something.
3: <laughs> Our like flight is like eighteen hours, is which
2: it? might be yeah. Australia. That might be I
5: Australia. It's like London,
3: Australia. Yeah. Australia, or something, or okay. something, or LA to LA to Australia. Uh, it was in a, Inception. It was one of the mm. like they talk about it.
0: Okay, flight flight paths have probably changed since then too, though. So, I was just curious. We were talking about it over the weekend with Allie's family and. uh I forget who exactly brought it up, but yeah, All right. good to know. Thanks. No, not, <laughs> not as bad problem. as you think. I, I don't, don't even remember shot. why it came up in conversation, but I was like, I thought it was like twenty-two hours or something crazy like that. It's okay, almost ten
2: hours shorter yeah. than that. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <So> good <laughs> to know because I would love to go there sometime. Here it is. You'd
2: probably still have to cross the U.S. You'd add. 3 hours but
3: it's like 3 minutes after I tried to close this out we're still going.
0: I <laughs> was I was a just quick question. We're done. Okay.
5: Where plans I, are optional. Should I buy? With that,
3: with that we are plans are optional. You found us cuz you're listening to us on your favorite podcast platform. You can find us on Facebook at Plans are Optional, which you can find the link to this playlist or Plans are Optional the list on Spotify and Twitter at Optional Plans which we'll also post the link to the playlist as well. We have a Discord. Get at us on the Facebook or the Twitter. We'll get you that link so you can also listen to this list as well. With that, next week, The List Part 2.
5: Hannah. Bye!